0: Hello. Um, Anyone get anything for Christmas? What did you get? Socks. Socks. Hands up, who got socks for Christmas? (laughs) Yeah, I got socks as well. Anyone else, anything for Christmas? Water bottle, excellent. I've got my water, this is my old water bottle. Uh, Awesome, any other Christmas gifts? Chocolate, shoes, Pringles, other? Salted confectionery items. A book of useless trivia. (laughs) Excellent. Yes, good. Other items of clothing that will not be named out loud. Excellent. Well, um, I'm going to talk briefly, um, and they all said amen. I'm going to talk briefly about um, how Jesus' birth was for everyone, how he came to be our Savior, and that leaves us with, a question of how we respond. Jesus came for all people. Um, the shepherds represent ordinary people. Um, in the case of shepherds in Israel, Palestine, um, they were poor, they were outcasts, they were uh, forgotten. Um, there's a Christmas carol. Do you know the one about shepherds? Um, which one? Well, shepherds. And, and some of you may know that we cannot sing that song as long as I'm here because I cannot get the words right. And some of you mentioned socks and that's why I think we give socks for Christmas because in my head I just have Well Shepherds wash their socks by night and hung them on the line. The angel of the Lord came down and said those socks are mine. And... Uh, and I, I just cannot sing that song with a straight face, so I'm sorry. If you love that song, you'll have to listen to While Shepherds Washed, wa- Watched <laughs> <laughs> on a CD. Um, they aren't the likeliest group of people to be the first ones to see the Savior, but yet they were. Um, it's not unlikely that they were out looking after sheep that would have been destined to be sacrifices in the temple. Um, the flocks were supposed to be kept in the wilderness but a a, a rabbinic uh, jewish rule provided that any animal found between jerusalem and a spot near bethlehem uh, which is a distance of about five miles uh, eight kilometers um, must be presumed to be a sacrificial victim so the shepherds being the first ones who would hear the good news of jesus is significant not so much because of who they were but because of who they weren't they weren't important Or rulers, or kings, or city officials, or religious leaders, or wise academics. They were seen as the bottom of the pile. And it was perhaps a a foretelling of Jesus' knack of turning things upside down, of subverting the received understanding that we have of the world. Jesus would grow up, as we know, and hang out with the unlikeliest of people, the tax collectors the outcasts, and the sinners. So why wouldn't shepherds be involved in this story? And of course, the town of David referred to the David who became king but started life as a... So there's already... I wonder how many words you can guess. This is quite fun. Uh, So there's already a precedent for shepherds to play a big role in the biblical narrative. They aren't as unlikely a choice as they may seem. Psalm 23 speaks of the Lord as a leading his people on to still waters and restoring their souls. Jesus came to restore and free all people. He sets the captives free. That's picked up later in Luke um, when Jesus unrolls the scroll of Isaiah and, and first claims to be the Messiah. He came that all would be restored, would be put back, as it were, to how God wanted them to be and who God created them to be. Jesus came for all people. And the angels appearing to the shepherds underlines that point. Jesus came as Savior. Savior, Messiah, and Lord. There's lots of titles for Jesus. Um, behind the, um, the white, the, the Advent River we have here, um, you can come and get a closer look when you come for communion, um, but you can see many of the names um, on there of Jesus. Um, there are lots of them. Jesus comes to do the unexpected. He's born in an unexpected place, the Prince of Peace, one of the names on there coming into a place that didn't know peace at the time, has never known peace since, really. And today we're conscious there is not peace in Bethlehem. Jesus came into the unlikeliest of places. Maybe it was a stable like the one over here. Maybe it was a cave. We're not quite sure. But it wasn't the place you would expect the king to be born. It was dirt of a stable with hay and animals. And where there's animals and hay, there's also other things too, right? No one said that one out loud. (laughs) Jesus' birth was no doubt the most amazing gift that was given to the shepherds. They weren't expecting him, they hadn't asked for him, and they were terrified when the angels said he was coming. And often we're like the shepherds. We don't expect Jesus will have an impact on our lives. We haven't asked for God to send Jesus to save us from our sins. And typically speaking, um, we don't normally see a host of heavenly angels telling us that Jesus is here. So it's easy for us to, to wonder about Jesus as God's greatest gift. We weren't expecting him, and yet here he is. He came to be our Savior, the one who would save us. To save us from what? To save us from being separated from God forever. Part of the trouble with the titles Jesus has, Savior, Lord, Messiah, and King, is that in Canada today, we don't really like any of those titles. We don't really want a Savior, a Lord, a Messiah, or a King. Well, we've got a King now. But Jesus was a different kind of King. We don't think we need saving from anything. We just sort of, so many people exist in a state of nothingness. We know that about 50% of people on the census in Maple Ridge indicate they are of no religion at all. Jesus came to be our Savior, to rejoin us with God for our time on earth and our time in eternity. And for that, we need to recognize that we're not perfect. As we come to communion later in the service, um, we'll have a confession, and we, we come confessing our sins, no. conscious that we're not perfect, that we're broken. And yet, in our brokenness, Christ comes and offers to make us whole. And as we receive bread and wine, uh, the the Lord's Supper that he instituted and said do this to remember me as we as we receive bread and wine um, that broken piece of bread is is a, a memorial for us a reminder that in Christ we are made whole as we eat to see Christ as Savior we have to be humble that's why we have a confession we say I'm sorry the shepherds were humble people It was no doubt drummed into them from a young age that they weren't important. The social prejudice they would have experienced meant they didn't have any issues realizing they needed a Savior. And probably if you're here in church today, you recognize who Jesus is. Recognize that I, you, we are not perfect people. Jesus Christ is the greatest gift that God has given us. He came to be our Savior, to save us from being separated from God forever. And he invites us to spend eternity with him, starting now. One of my favorite questions when I look at the Bible and when I speak is, So what? So what do we do? The shepherds, verse 16, hurried off to meet him. That sense of dropping everything was their response. How do we respond to the good news Of Jesus. For the shepherds, watching their sheep in the fields near Bethlehem, they were told the Savior of the world had been born to them that night, and they just had to go and see him. Their response was to go and find Jesus for themselves. And so whether you are someone who's been a Christian your whole life, or whether you're someone who's new to faith, whether you're questioning, My encouragement to you this Christmas would be not to leave Jesus in the manger and put the manger back in the store cupboard until next year, but to take a step forward in faith, which might be uh, choosing to begin the year with one of the Bible in one year plans and look to read some of the Bible every day. It might be uh, coming to the Alpha course that we're going to run here at church. Or if you're in another church, there's a good chance they're running it too. A chance to explore questions of life and faith. It might be committing to come back to church next Sunday. Or the one after. And to begin the new year with that new pattern. Because the reality is it's hard to put Jesus first as Savior when Christmas is gone. And so I wonder what each of us will do, how we can take a step. And it might be a big step, and it might just be a baby step. But let's commit together this Christmas to take a step forward in faith. Jesus' birth was for everyone. He came to be the Savior of the world. How will we respond this Christmas? Amen.